First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Amazing. Find out what happened when Togo turned off the internet. Let's learn some new words, why don't we? Put them in our brain scopes. An Australian bird might be the key to thought to text. Have you ever wanted to just think something and then have it be written for you? An Australian bird might help us do that. That and appreciating an inventor's kindness and our kindness and friendship and thinking before you talk and so much more on Something Something Amazing. Amazing. Come on. You come on. Okay. Hello and welcome to Something, Something Amazing. Amazing. Hi, Emily. Hi, Matt Saracini. You are all zooed up today. As usual, yeah. Yeah, you're like in your uniform. Yes, which is very good. Good name for a zoo uniform. You, yes, you came up with that and you're very proud. Yeah, and I won't stop using it. You're a, you're a big sailor boy today in your sailor suit. <laughs> That makes it sound like I'm wearing all white with like yep. a little hat, which have. is absolutely what, what I'm wearing. What are they called? Epaulets. Exactly. I'm the captain. <laughs> this is something amazing. It's not a fashion podcast. I feel podcast. like this would be if I had to like draw you mm. or like it's like like, th- like this I don't is- know what's happened. No, if I had to, to make a, like a, a, a Matt Saracini Barbie, I'd probably dress you in the exact outfit you're in right now. Okay. So you're saying this is... This is Typical like of your me. go-to, your cl- this is classic Matt. What would I dress you in if I had to make I don't know what you would dress me in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably some kind of like jumpsuit. Probably with dinosaurs on it, probably with sparkles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Great. you look like you're dressed by a children. A yeah, it's like it's my, my fashion style is very much toddler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I get away with it because I am a giantly tall person, so nobody is confusing me for a toddler. You do pull it off. And what is it? Don't you have like a backpack that's like a kid's backpack as well? Do I? I do have a backpack that has a clock on it. Yeah, definitely a kid's backpack. <laughs> like what when I adults? bought it, when I bought it, the lady was kind of making fun of me for buying it. Like, no, like she was like, "Nobody is buying these." Like, <laughs> we'd, we're trying to give them away, and I was like, "I love it." Great, I will pay full price. <laughs> um, so this is a podcast called yeah. Something Amazing. Yeah. Where each week uh, we so good sit down. We tell each other a fact, a mm. story, a tidbit, a mm. tale, anything, as long as it is. Amazing. Something oh, amazing. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use a full title. As long as it is something, something amazing. amazing. Um, now, your phone is once again depleted of any energy uh, that it needs for this. Why do phones keep doing this? I'm like using it and then suddenly it's like, plug me in. I don't need, I need some support. <laughs> so needy. So like, just let me use you. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so, I guess I'm going first then because you have yeah, no Yeah, do you have a theme this week? Uh, no theme this week. Back right. to classic, but something amazing. It, but, like, to be fair, all of your weeks are always themed because they're always about the same thing. This one's not. This what? one is a, a really interesting story. In fact, I was talking uh, to a friend who listens to the podcast. Yeah. And they were like... Go on, name them. Courtney. 
Courtney was like, I, I want to tell you about this fact. Yeah, great. Because they should have emailed in at hello something amazing at gmail.com. But you know what? Oh, face to face is okay. We do have a mailbag as mail well. Mailbag! It's the mailbag! Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Courtney uh, told me about this story. I was like, Did you hear about the time when Togo turned off the internet? Who's Togo? It's a country. Yeah. Yeah. So I just happened. imagine like a huge like cartoon switch where it says like internet <laughs> on it and they just all turned it off. Well, actually in Togo, this is what was weird about it. In, in Togo, the internet is WhatsApp. So when oh, the- that, You love a WhatsApp. I love a WhatsApp. I have heaps I've of groups. I've never used it. And like your phone is always buzz central. Yeah. Always clouded with n- notifications. It's like a stress dream. I'm, I'm always in the loop. Always. Um, Matt Saracini has the biggest uh, sense of FOMO of anyone on this, this planet. That's true. That's true. But <laughs> why would you He's the most sociable, to- like great person to be around. But like he's, he's a part of everything. Yeah. that's uh, You're saying that like it's a bad thing. This is- just positive no, qualities. No, I'm just, I'm just giving people a bit more background yeah, yeah. on, on why, why anyone would want to have like a million WhatsApps at all times. So, if, if I was in Togo, a WhatsApp would be the internet. So, you yeah. do... It's not like, oh, let's go what to Safari. What country is Togo in? Uh, Africa. Okay. In between Ghana and Nigeria, pretty much. Great. Uh, so... Look, it's not great because the political um, system is a dictatorship. Oh, and I bet you the dictator has the, the big cartoon switch. Yeah, it's a family that's had power for 50 years and um, a lot of people were kind of rumbling about maybe getting this family out. And so they were like, I know how we can silence the youth. Stop the c- communication. Turn, Stop the WhatsApp. Turn off the internet. So... I'll leave aside politics because I, I don't like to be misinformed on stuff. So, I won't okay. talk about the political situation, but I will talk about um, this reporter whose name is Muana Kutonen. And so, Muana Kutonen wrote for The Guardian this kind of account of what it's like to be in Togo when the internet is turned yeah, off. right. So, here is the effect of internet deprivation on a country. Because all of the old people like to say that like, oh, the internet's ruining all the young kids and, and they're all antisocial. My dad loves to say more like antisocial network. Oh, That's a classic, classic dad. Classic dad joke. <laughs> uh, so, here's what happened. Well, f- first of all, internet goes off, right? What mm-hmm. happens straight away? People are like, oh, haven't recharged my phone. Uh, okay, no, it's got heaps of credit. Uh, my phone. Oh, so it wasn't broken. even announced. Oh no, no, they just flipped people the didn't. Switch. People just thought the Wi-Fi was down for a quick tick. Exactly, and so they're all like um, checking their accounts. They everyone's going, damn engineers, but they can't like complain anywhere. And yeah, like you wouldn't even be able to look up like wh- what number to call. Yeah, exactly. It was just it was just down, right? So the first evening, everybody was a bit scared. So yeah. apparently, like the bars and the restaurants were deserted. Right. So people were just afraid. They were talking about maybe what all our money is gone. Yeah. What does that mean? It would, I would be very scared if the internet just stopped working. What does that mean if we can't get paid? Some middle class people just rushed to the banks and started stockpiling cash. Yeah. Putting it in their mattresses and whatever. But, like, of course, the banks use the internet too. Yeah. So, for the first few hours, nothing was working. Uh, here's the interesting one is that this is from the reports of Mawuna, but apparently sexual activity dropped off. So, Togo is apparently really low on marriage at the moment and really big on sexual liberation. Great. And because all the activity is run through WhatsApp, 
that's like the dating app. There it's is like no their Tinder. There is no Tinder. There's just just WhatsApp, and right. all of a sudden, this sexual vagabondage <laughs> could go nowhere anymore. Bondage. That's um, a great porn name. And also, people who like if you were trying to woo someone, you might send them like a virtual ring or a. Uh, an animated flower. Oh, love it! Love a good animated flower. Maybe copy and paste a meme from the internet to try and impress your boo. Oh, like that frog that's like, hey, yeah, hey, how hey. about it? What's up? Uh, none What's of that. Up? None of that could happen anymore. So, oh, so they had to use actual flowers and frogs and talking and verbal communication. So apparently, uh, the activity just dropped off. Unsurprising is um, productivity skyrocketed. <laughs> Apparently, every person in every job has to be constantly told, please stop using WhatsApp. But I feel like that happens here too. Everyone's always on Facebook. <laughs> I know. I know. Apparently, like people were just walking outside and enjoying the, the outdoors. <laughs> Apparently, spontaneous conversation with strangers surged. That would happen because a lot of people would be like, this internet thing, hey? Exactly. It's yeah. like the equivalent of have you got a light? Or <laughs> even like this weather, hey? It's like yeah. something that everyone can talk about. How about the internet being off was just a, th- a conversation starter yeah. for this week or so that it was turned off. Um, apparently social gatherings improved dramatically. How did they know when and where to go? Just the good old days. How did you know? Like oh, call a yeah. landline? Just, yeah. <laughs> I don't Show know. Show up at a place? Yeah. Hope meet, your friends no, just in, instinctually know. Meet me here in two hours. My Lord. So what happened is about a week later, the government just switched the internet back on. And so... And they were like, this isn't doing anything we want. Everyone's you, happier. Can you imagine that? They were trying to quieten down the youths yeah. about talking about the government and protesting. But all the youths were like, how about this government turning off the internet? Yeah, of course. Adding to that all the businesses that could not do business. Yeah. And then turning it back on, everyone's going to be like, hey, the rest of the world, check out what happened. I know. And so now... There's this story about the days of when Togo shut down the internet. That's so cool. And what happened. And apparently it was like really stressful and negative uh, saying that the um, the guy who wrote the article, Mawuna, he said that it was like living in a prison because you couldn't reach out to your loved ones and they couldn't reach out to you. Mm. And um, also, I guess, like not knowing if it's ever going to come back. Yeah. Would be really stressful. Something being actively f- enforced on you against your will because at this point like basically internet is like a human right because it's you can't like live in our society without it basically yeah but at least there's this country now with this unique experience of being internet deprived and i guess that whole thing of like having a um a common enemy yeah maybe (laughs) and brings everyone together yeah like Like that but i guess they already already their government probably wasn't great anyway so that probably (laughs) already was their enemy well you say it was like we were galvanized by a common enemy yeah yeah that's yep. that's what they were saying that's probably what, yep, that's probably not online though no <laughs> just just through their mouth boxes to each other's mouth boxes so there you go that is amazing, amazing. hey why don't we check the the mailbag putting things in the bag and then we take them out and we read the mail Okay, so a bit of background on this mailbag is um, a couple of weeks ago. Well, let's go right... Everyone remembers Alison. Let's go right back. She's a podcast favourite. To the unedited episode where you had to fill some dead air because I wasn't allowed <laughs> to edit it. And you said, hey, write in, send us an email, hello something amazing at gmail.com if you listen it from another country. And Alison... 
uh, wrote in right away and said, uh, yep, I'm listening she from said Canada. Canada loves something amazing. Get eh? Um, she spoke for all of Canada and I think she is allowed to do that. Of course she is. Of course she is. And so then we, you gave a Canada-related fact. Mm, about how Hawaiian pizza was actually uh, invented in Canada and is like the biggest, sa- like the, they get the biggest sales in Australia. So the biggest abomination to you ever hit shush. the history of food. You hush. Um, because for some reason you hate Allison. I love Allison. I hate Hawaiian pizza. Um, and if Allison's responsible for it, then yes, I guess I hate She is her. a little bit responsible for it. She says... Well, we asked a question, right? Oh, yeah. We said... A- Allison, do Allison. you like... Uh, Hawaiian, Hawaiian pizza. pizza. Yes or no. And she's still listening and still responding because... Even though you're so terrible to her. Yeah. She says, Hi, Amberly and Matt. Nice of her to include you. <laughs> um, I've listened to the most recent podcast and was delighted that you included a Canadian fact in my honour. Hawaiian pizza is a Canadian invention and I do enjoy it. In fact, my husband makes pizza for a living. Whoa, okay. <laughs> and I have included a picture of a spicy ham and pineapple pizza he makes called Hawaiian heat wave. It's one of his best sellers and it looks yummo. Should it I make is huge as well? I, should I make the podcast artwork episode for yeah. this episode that pizza? Sure. <laughs> it's really long. She's I don't also, know if it'll fit. She's also given us a list of like amazing Canadian facts. Should I say some of them? Yeah, go. 20% of the world's fresh water is in Canada. Oh, well, when we run out, we know where to go. 15,500 of the world's 25,000 polar bears. Live in Canada. How do they know that precisely? Canada <laughs> has more donut shops per capita than anywhere else. Oh, so if you want a donut quickly, go to Canada. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. I wasn't listening. What did you say? I said if you want a donut quickly, go to Canada. Why is that funny? You have to go to Canada, which takes a long amount 2. of time. 2.37 metres... The world's longest beard belonging to Canada's Sarwan Singh. <laughs> Good on you, Sarwan. That's a lot of beard. 17 spoons were balanced on the face of a Canadian boy, Aaron Casey, to set a world record. Now she's just looking through the Guinness World Records and searching for the word Canada. How many are there? <laughs> if you've ever dreamed of an aquatic bathtub race... I haven't. Head to Nanaimo. It's an annual event <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> That's just some Canada facts. Thanks for the Canada facts, Alison. <laughs> There's more, but I, I kind of picked and choose my favourite. And if you want to join in the mailbag too... Perhaps it's a mailbag, putting stuff in the bag and then taking it out because of the mailbag. Hello, something amazing at gmail.com. Uh, do you have a fact of your own? I'm not just going to be stealing Alison's amazing facts. I'm going to be giving, giving you some facts of my own. Do it. Gruntled. The word gruntled. Sounds like an Ikea. What do you you think it means? Um, Gruntled. So it's like disgruntled. You think gruntled means disgruntled? No, I think gruntled would be the opposite of disgruntled. So it'd be happy. Gruntled, opposite of disgruntled, means pleased and contented. (laughs) You're still using your same voice as your Canada facts. The Scots have a word. For that panicky hesitation you get when introducing someone whose name you can't remember. Now, I included this one because remember a few podcasts yeah. ago when you sort of said the way to like learn someone's name was to imagine them as like a, a, amiibo, amiibo so like with a, like a spinning name on top of yeah, them. Yeah, so uh, movement helps you remember stuff. So if you imagine bubble letters next to their head, 
um, and those bubble letters then spin as well as a cartoon like Nintendo Wii version of their face, you can remember their name easily. The Scots have a word for that panicky hesitation you get when introducing someone whose name you can't remember. You'll never have it if you use my tip. The word is tartle. I'm tartled. Oh, having a tartle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm not good at the Scottish accent. That's okay. There's no one from Scotland listening because they well, would have emailed. Well, they would have emailed. <laughs> if you are from Scotland, <laughs> please email. So, there's just sh- two fun words. Thank you. Thank you for the words. Gruntles and tartle. Add them, <laughs> add them to your list. <laughs> they're, in, they're in it now. Um, I thought Gruntled would be good too because your girlfriend Jill did a, did a show called Whelmed because mm. it was like she wasn't overwhelmed. You can be she underwhelmed. She wasn't underwhelmed. She was just whelmed. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like gruntled. Yeah, exactly. You're not disgruntled. Yeah, and you're not overgruntled. You're not overgruntled. You're just gruntled. <laughs> Next time you're happy and someone says, how are you? Yeah, I'm go- pretty gruntled. <laughs> That's fun. That's yeah, fun. it's a fun one. Um, okay, I've got a fact for you. Do you now? I sure do. Um, so, an Australian bird may be the key to thought-to-text technology. Twitter. Huh? Twitter. A, an Australian bird. I'm just thinking of a, 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 an app called Twitter. Yeah, I, I know it. Helmeted Honey Eater. Are you trying Australian to guess the bird? Now. Kookaburra. Oh, no. Um, no, keep going. Cassowary. No. A cockatoo. Yeah, I'll give you a clue. It's got a name of another animal in the name of the bird. Jabiru. What's the other animal there? Oh, Roo. <laughs> no, no, no. It's more like uh, other animal's name, finch. Lion finch. No, you're close though. You're Africa's right. Elephant finch. No. Tiger finch. No. Zebra finch. Yes, zebra finches. Got it in one. <laughs> <laughs> zebra finches uh, may be the key to thought to text technology. So we've spoken about this before, right? Which is like we know that um, Facebook is working on. Oh yeah, I don't like it whenever like they want to go into my brain. I always feel like then the control's gone. Yeah. So the whole idea is you can think something and then it would write it for mm, you. That's thought to text, no, right? No, we that's know f- opening a can of worms that that bird will eat all of. We know Facebook is working on it in their mysterious building eight through skin alphabet through skin is this another alphabet no that's google that one uh oh. but elon musk is also working you on love it elon musk with his Neuralink uh via a brain implant mm-hmm. we know they're working on it oh sidebar you know the <laughs> that time i talked about elon musk and you were like does he have a perfume yeah. Somebody's made Elon's Musk. Yes. And it's like a website where you can get an Elon Musk flavoured air freshener for your oh, car. It's called that's a great gift. Elon's Musk. I'm going to buy that it's for my boyfriend. face in a thing. Um, okay. So, scientists out of the University of California, San Diego, created a brain machine interface that can predict a zebra finch's song a fraction of a second before the bird Ooh. sung it. So, the interface works by, and this is a quote, it decodes a complex learned vocal behaviour directly from neural activity, the researchher so said. they put, like, brain implants in these little birds. I think it's more, like, on the outside of right. them. Right. Because you can find... Like you a can, little hat? Yeah, you can read brain activity quite easily. Uh, so, the bird song they write is potentially a good prototype for recognising human neural activity and predicting the similarly complex communication signals before we speak or write. That's cool. So, language... Is it before we even know? 
Because sometimes they say things and I'm like, that was so dumb. <laughs> well, essentially... Like sometimes I, like most of what I say on this podcast, it comes out of my mouth and I'm like, what? But <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you just don't have much of a filter. No, I have zero, zero filter. Brain in your mouth. Um, no, apparently a human speech is... Call, all- me, call me a coffee shop. See, example there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, human, human speech is ordered. So, we think about what order we want the words to come out in before we start. And sometimes, you know, we might go, eh, those few words are good enough for me and begin speaking. Mm. Um, but essentially, this is well, what... Now you've got me thinking about thinking about what I'm going <laughs> to say and that's ruining me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, basically, the connection between the bird's brain activity and communication mimics that found in humans. So, if a machine can read a bird's brain to predict what its song will sound like, then the same interface could probably be used for human speech patterns and translate them into words without anything needing to be said out loud. Oh, I don't like that. We're getting closer. Getting closer to the annihilation of us all. We're getting closer. i got to admit, it's amazing. It is amazing. All of your facts are always amazing, but, like, inspire dread in my heart. <laughs> That's what I aim for. This is nice. Jonas Salk. Oh, yeah. Jonas. He um, discovered the polio vaccine. Ah, good on him. Back when we had the old polio. I mean, parts of the world still have the old polio problem. Yeah, but it's mostly Um, gone. But when he was um, told to patent it, he declined to patent it because he said, there's no patent. He said, "Um, could you patent the sun? Oh, so it's like, so this belongs like, to the this world. This belongs to the world. This is a thing that's needed for the world. I'm not going to make money from it. You How know, good is Jonas Salk? That's amazing. You know, I, re- I remember reading once that there's this group of um, like doctors or at least science researchers and um, they were researching something. They worked for a pharmaceutical company and they were researching something. And as they say, they were trying to cure pimples. <laughs> uh, as they were going along that path, they found that they were actually finding a cure for something else. Oh, Let's like say- how, um, oh, what was his name? How he invented mauve. Yeah, exactly, by accident. <laughs> so, um, or like the orange scissors, the Fisker scissors or yeah, whatever yeah. they were called. Finska? Fisker, whatever. Like, uh, look at the, the, the deep library of facts we have from y- this, this old podcast that we can now refer back to. Oh, yeah. So, these scientists, they were working on trying to discover a, a cure for something for a pharmaceutical company. And then they were like... Like something that's like not as important. Yeah. And then they were like... Like erectile dysfunction or something. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, what they found is that they were actually curing something really important, like boldness or something like that. Well, it was still uh, not that. I, I was joking. It was like, it was like <laughs> cancer or, um, I don't know, something more important than Cancer's that. Cancer's pretty important. Yeah. I don't think it was that, though, because I'm sure- Because we I, still haven't we cured We still that. have cancer. But it was something that was like, oh, we, we really believe in this. This seems really important. Mm. And the pharmaceutical company went, uh-uh, that's not what we're paying you for. We're paying you to solve um, male impotence. Yeah. And so, what they did is they said, okay, internet, here's our salaries. If you can crowdfund our salaries, yeah. we will work on what we think we're finding mm-hmm. and anything we find we will put into the public domain. Oh, great. So, yeah, I remember reading about that a little while ago. I was like, yes, good on you. Yeah, when people like people use their brains for good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead. I've been watching lots of um, Shark Tank recently. Yeah, it's good. It's really it's great. interesting. Yeah. It's a great show. Because the thing is, is you watch it and you're like, that's such a cool product. And then the sharks just like destroy it and like show you why it would be a terrible business. And you're like, 
Oh, you see the person's dream just crack in front of them. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, like last five years of work. Well, that's essentially like what working in entrepreneurship or startups is like. Like yeah. you basically have people go, "Here's my idea," and you go, "Cool. How are you going to get customers? How much does it cost you to get one customer? How long are these customers going to stay around for?" Oh, so have boring. You, have you ever done this before? That's I would a hate question. to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> What would be your big idea if you're an entrepreneur? Oh, okay. You came um, up with that app last week and it's yeah, already forgotten about brilliant. it. Um, I was thinking of something the other day. Oh, yeah. I would come up with a um, smartphone that doesn't use coltan. What's coltan? It's a mineral found in our <laughs> smartphones. Here, I'm just going to get on my zoo high. No, please, again. please. Um, it's a mineral found in our smartphones that is... Um, only found in gorilla habitat so they're getting rid of a ton of this gorilla habitat but we need it in our phones and we can't not use our phones anymore and now the like the gorillas are in a lot of trouble what does it do i don't know i don't know it's just a mineral that is in all smartphones all right so you need to invent a re- coltan replacement yes that, all, that doesn't hurt the environment yeah okay easy done. yeah cool that would be my invention. Okay, great. Here's a million dollars. Good Thank luck. Thank you. <laughs> um, also, okay. like, if that's like, if you are an inventor and could do that, like, go for it. I would, I would rather it happen than me get, me get the praise for doing it. So, what do you recommend? Oh, um, adding a few more words to your vocabulary. Maybe oh. a gruntled, maybe a tartle. <laughs> Just give it a go. Give See. it a go. Just say it in a, in a conversation. I said the word naff the other day and someone lost their, their brain at the word. They're like, I didn't know you could use that word in a sentence. I'm going to... What does it na- mean? Naff. You know, like it's like... Um, it's not cool. It's not cool. I remember once we were um, rehearsing a play above a, a different university club that was trying to like do their chess club or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And like after a bit of rehearsing, they were like, can you please shut up? And we were like, oh, nerds against fun. So, when, <laughs> so whenever I hear naff, I always think nerds against fun. So nerds that's probably what it means. fun. I recommend... Taking some time off the internet and see how you feel. Like, leave oh, your phone at home scary. and go for a walk. Just And think of Togo as you do it. I recommend uh, just listening to some bird songs. Just for a... <laughs> just, uh, just listen in. <laughs> um, I recommend inventing something and then just giving it to humanity. Nice. <laughs> I recommend emailing in at hellosomethingamazing.com. Alison, feel free to go again. We our, love you. Our email address isn't hellosomethingamazing.com. Didn't I say hellosomethingamazing at gmail.com? No, you didn't. You can check the tape if you want. I didn't say hellosomethingamazing at .com, did I? Yeah, you did. That's nuts. <laughs> That's crazy town. You, you need to connect your brain with I your mouth a little more. <laughs> Uh, yeah, email us. Uh, and give then, us a five-star yeah, five review. Actually, just, not if you want. Even if you don't want, just, just do give it. Give us a five-star review. Uh, We've got another one from Lovely Lynn. Oh, Thank Lovely you, Lynn. Lovely Lynn. It's my auntie. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, have a great week. That's what I recommend. Bye. Bye. Bye.